if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner with small teams, or if you're a C-level management, you need to ask the right questions before you establish working with people at home. Just the fact of creating a work-from-home solution doesn't mean that the person working from home has the tools, has the surroundings, or has the environment in order to be successful. Our goal here in creating this work-life balance is so that the business that you're working in or on or for is productive. Hello and welcome to Work From Home podcast number seven. This particular video is going to be in with regards to, or this podcast series is going to be about working from home as a business. And I, I'd like to call the title, The Rise Digital Technology. The work is empowering a new generation of business owners and employees. So when you think about how you're working from home or working in an office, employers, business owners like yourself, it's a challenge. People want to work from home. And I, and I have no problems with working from home. So let's talk about embracing the freedom and the flexibility that work from home can do. Today, we're going to talk about three specific topics that will help you understand. And this is going to be a quick uh, episode in uh, it, it's really important to me, and I've been actually working for about 22, 23 years as working from home and being in an office, and I'll share some stories with you on how, how that worked. Then I will share a couple of stories with you regarding how I set up our teams to work part-time hybrid, be in the office, and work from home as well, but I want to share some disadvantages with you. Uh, as we go forward. And then it's just managing the work-life balance. And, and really, it's just stories that I can share with you, and they'll be pretty exciting, and maybe they may be boring too. I don't know. Welcome to the Work From Home podcast series, where we'll explore kind of the trends and the topics, the disadvantages and, and advantages of working, you know, from home. Hopefully, this allows you to adapt when uh, staff members, employees want to work from home, you need collaboration in the office. It's real important. So we'll dive into a little bit of everything today. So just sit back and enjoy. As a business owner, you, you might be wondering, it just depends on where you are with technology and your, your knowledge with technology, how to change the landscape, how to change, adapt to the changing landscape in the remote workforce. I personally use people uh, around the world. Um, currently, we have people in other countries that work on various um, software development projects. We've got um, some of our creative teams. They're kind of working from home uh, to do creative projects and tasks. But with that being said, the, the future of work is going to become a hybrid. And that this is my opinion uh, specifically. And if you're a business owner, it really, your job is creating productivity from week to week, generating revenues to keep your business going, but yet trying to find the expertise and the resources that's going to uh, help you accomplish those goals. 
Because at the end of the day, we got to drive revenue to keep the, the staff paid, the lights on, the, the business moving, the inventory shipped or technology services um, set up. So it, it's a challenging for me as a business owner and having software developers, creative team, IT engineers, et cetera. So having all of these people running or being a part of your business while you're running to try to balance the in-office, remote workforce. And let's face it, it, it's been difficult here in 2022 and 2023 trying to find uh, the proper people to work on your projects. I grew up in a, in a, in a time where, you know, uh, discipline, dedication, responsibilities uh, to get shit done. We, we didn't have an option. We didn't cry about, you know, having to work too many hours or not enough hours. We had tasks that we had to do. And, and I grew up on a farm. So getting up at six o'clock in the morning, that wasn't an option. We had cattle that had to be fed. We had grass that we had to cut. And then that was on my grandfather's side. My my dad actually um, was a developer. He built homes, and those homes were not in subdivisions like they are today. They were spread out all over the place. So we had to manage. Even then, it was remote work. It wasn't in your house. You had places to be and things to do, and it wasn't necessarily in an office. Today, technology has changed. It's changed the landscape. However, it, it's really about technology, products and services, your creative team, your sales team, your sales support. All those people can work from home. And, you know, just one story about, you know, personal uh, work from home habits. Uh, for me, I mean, I started 22 years ago basically working from home to remote. I had different offices in different parts of the country. And the other way we had to communicate at that point, we were just getting um, mobile phone. So internet had started. So we had to email and a big, these phones were not available. The iPhone, the, the Samsung, the small phones, they were big bricks. They looked almost like a suitcase that you were carrying around. But that's how you communicated with, you know, your teams that were out on construction sites or when it came to communicating with my grandfather out on the farm, there was no communication. We had a bell that we would actually ring, and that's how he would come in. Today, we don't have that problem. We have almost instant capabilities uh, with regards to, you know, how we work from home if you've got a, uh, your own home-based business. Let, let's talk about one of the topics, and it, and it, and it really has to do with just personal habits. Whether you're a business owner, you need to set the foundation and expectations when you're working with people remotely. If you do not set those expectations and set the uh, KPIs or the uh, output that you're expecting them, then it's not really clear. And a lot of business owners have a difficult time setting priority uh, schedules and expectations for those people when they ask to work from home, partly is because you really haven't done it in the past. And training a person to work from home, there's there's a lot of challenges with even deciding whether you're going to work from home to create, you know, um, 
a personal work environment. So as an owner, as a business, you really need to think about what are the expectations? What are the tools that they're going to use? How are you going to set good uh, training parameters around what they need to do to create good habits? Creating good habits, in, in my opinion, is helping your staff to understand how to set up their workspace, how to share with the tools, and we'll talk about that in the story, and I'll share some of my tools as well with how I set it up over the years they've changed. But establishing good habits for a business owner, I mean, you're driven. You're, you're out managing your time, you're managing your hours, you're managing your tasks, your to-do list, all those things. But when this new generation of technologies is creating this work-from-home opportunity, most people haven't had to build their own business, but it's a micro-business that they're having to run if they're working as an employee or as a um, uh you know, as a full-time job, or maybe they just have a side hustle that they're working on, they still have to have good habits, goals, objectives, all those things are super critical. If you're a business owner, you need to make sure you sit down and create uh, an expectation list of what is the task that they're expecting to do? What are they going to be doing all day long? How are they going to communicate with your customers? How are they going to communicate with you? How are they going to communicate with different people inside your business, just as if you were here in the office? What are some of the downsides from working at home? Collaboration, loneliness, interruptions, distractions from family, kids. Man, I mean, there there's so many different things. When you work at home, you have to have a really good mindset in getting the task done. Otherwise, just like in your office, you get distracted by staff members that have water cooler talk and they find themselves with stack of work and they never got what they needed to have done. On the flip side, being really focused, I need time away from the office to focus on writing, focus on objective, putting together PowerPoints, thinking about strategy. Well, that should translate into creating uh, a better personal work life, whether you're an entrepreneur, business owner, CEO, et cetera. I mean, there's so many different things that I could talk about in this topic, but the most important piece that I really feel is important is establishing a consistent plan every single day. Number two is this is a big topic. And I, and I want to segue because your mindset and what you're going to accomplish that day is really important. And I want to finish this by saying, look, if you plan your day and you plan your tasks and you plan your objectives, other than somebody that's in customer support or sales or something like that, it is, it will give you freedom and flexibility to do other things. Let's face it. If there is things that I can do in 15 minutes that normally takes me two hours using technology tools. We need to make sure that they have the tools to allow them to create those opportunities um, when establishing a whole base office. KPIs, how they're going to communicate back with you, how are you going to communicate back with them. So let's talk about some of the tools that are really important. Um, as I mentioned to you before, I had... This was in 2021. I had about 
uh, I had a, uh, quite a few employees. We had staff in different parts of the world, and we were growing really fast. And it was a terrible time for, and I was traveling, so communicating with cell phones and email was about all I had. And at that time, um, we were just uh, distributing a software platform for the e-learning industry, so I was everywhere. I didn't have the tools that, that we have today. Ch technology has changed. I have actually adapted the technology and the tools. And I'm going to give you a list of the tools and how I use them in just a minute. But I, want, I think this, this story is important. I was forced to work from home and communicate with my management team. I had to communicate with staff, had to communicate with people around the globe uh, in different offices. I lost my hearing 100% in 2001, September 21st, 2001. Me, I've been in a business or an entrepreneur for a long time. And if anyone's had any physical or mental or impairments in your life, which we all have had disrupt disruption, your mindset, you can't quit. You have to find solutions to make it work if you want to continue to work from home or build your business. Dollars and data. It's being able to really make sure you purchase the equipment that's creating an opportunity for you to drive revenue. So the point that I want to tell you about losing my hearing, for three years I could not hear. And I had only tools that I had to use to communicate with was my computer. We did not have Zoom. We did not have anything other than email. Barely had text messaging. If you guys remember the Blackberries that were, were created, and I'm not even sure what year that was. That was in the early 2000s. So over a period of time, I've been a part of changing and adding and adapting technologies. For those three years, that's the only way that I could communicate. And as technology started to evolve, I searched out the tools that I needed. So fast forward to 2023. By the way, I got my hearing back slowly but surely, ended up fighting and disagreeing that I needed a hearing aid. Today, I still can't hear out of my left ear. I can hear out of my right ear. Um, but if 2014, I got a hearing aid so that it would allow me to hear normally. It's kind of forced out a kid that's eight years old, old today. And the partner at the time was like, dude, you got to be able to listen whether this kid is going to wake up or not. So anyway, fourth, technology even changed with, with people's hearing, that capability. So if you're working from home and there's something that's physical, there's tools today that will allow you to do that. So I want to share with you some of the tools. If you're very good at speaking, which I'm learning based on these podcasts, is I'm just sharing information and history uh, about who and where I've been and what I've done to, to be successful. So some of the tools that I recommend if you're a business owner and you work from home, you need a very good computer fast computer today. It needs to have a camera. If you can afford an Apple computer, get it. It has a built-in camera. There are PCs. I'm a Mac guy. So to me, I use Apple at home, at office, phones, everything is Apple because to me, it's the best tool. It's a little bit more expensive, but you need to invest 
in your tools in order to be the most productive that you possibly can. In the days when I used the uh, PCs, it was a constant breaking down and trying to connect everything. It wasn't like it is today where you can just have a device and you connect it to a computer and it, voila, there it is. Pictures, voice, audio, etc. Software applications are all now on your, your uh, PCs. But back to some of the tools. You need a good, good PC, a Mac. Those are great. You need a camera. I've seen even in our own offices that we're using cameras because they were cheap. When I were doing a Zoom call, they're, they're, they're kind of breaking down. The audio isn't very good, and it's causing disruptions in your meetings when you have group meetings. Get a damn good camera. If you get a cheap one, it's going to look like you don't have the tools. We live in a day of technology. So get a video camera that will allow you to broadcast. Number three is get a good printer. You need a printer. You can get one that blue, that's Bluetooth. You don't have to run cables. You just connect it to your computer and you can print off. Nobody prints anything, but there's times that you're going to need to create documents. A lot of people use PDFs, etc. It sounds like printers are kind of gone, but you need a printer. You need it for things you may take to a customer. You may need to create things for you to review, take when you're traveling, etc. but get a good computer. They're inexpensive today, but get a good, good printer. Number two is get a good microphone. Um, the T2000, I believe, is what I've had. And I've used it for the last probably, I want to say, almost 10 years. It's a, uh, a USB. You can actually get the, the C computers are very that one's very inexpensive i mean it's probably less than 150 bucks maybe it's 100 bucks i'm not sure but the value of that that mic is going to allow you to speak to people when you're having messages online or not messages but whether you're recording video whether you're you're speaking on a zoom call etc but get, get a good mic um you can get a couple of good uh, if you get a little stand, you just kind of put it in front of you when you're talking. I have both. I've got the stand and I also have a arm that actually I can attach to my desk and I can move it around. And I have it in two or three places. I have it at home. I have it in the office, in our labs area. I have a little one here. And the purpose for those are so that you can move things around. You want to have good, clear voice. Uh, connections when you're speaking to someone. So a microphone, very important. Uh, the next thing that you really need to have are some of your software applications. So if you've got a, a printer, you've got a good PC or an Apple, you've got a good mic, you've got a good way of it extending or moving that mic around, that's all the hardware that you need. Lighting, and that's kind of subjective, right? You can buy these little light rings if you want to. I've got a small one on the camera right now that we're using. Don't really care for it because it's too white. Um, but there's some that will tone down the um, the look to be kind of a natural color. I feel washed out half the time when I'm watching these videos. So um, the uh, you know get a, use your iPhone for recording videos. So that would be another tool that you can use if you're you're doing speaking or anything. Uh, get a small light. 
Uh, the light's not, in my opinion, not that important. Um, usually you got pretty good lighting in your house, but lighting would be something that other people. If you're using a camera, get a tripod for your camera so that you can actually do recordings. I mean, the future of technology is actually recording reels, videos, training, education, etc. So PC, printer, a mic, a mic stand. Um, oh, also, uh, there's a little um, something that I didn't mention, which is really cool, which I don't have on my mic. It's a little guard that covers the mic, and that's called a pop. And what that does is it allows things to be filtered through the mic so that there's not a lot of uh, ambient noise being picked up by the microphone when you're speaking into it. Just helps clarify something. So setting up the right tool. So some of the software things that you need, other than your Microsofts and your, your Adobes and those kind of tools, Communication is how you communicate with the office, right? If you're working from home and you're working with your team, you have capabilities of Zoom, Meet on Google. You have Microsoft Teams. If you use Microsoft, to make sure that you use that collaboration tool. Some of the other tools that, that will be helpful for you are project management tools or schedules, kind of like monday.com. There's some other management communication, Slack, if you're using Slack. I'm not fond of, of either one of those, and we're working on a, a technology right now that it's kind of a CRM collaboration technology that, that incorporates AI. So, you know, having used 10 technologies over the last 22 years, I kind of know what's best. My goal and you as an owner or you as a person that's working home, minimize the ability to have lots of stuff. Just use what you need. Keep your desk free of clutter and use just the tools that you need. Find the software applications that are useful for you as a, a business owner or an entrepreneur. Doesn't matter whether you're starting out. I didn't mention get a desk. I'm just assuming everyone's going to have a desk. Now, there are technologies to that generation. You go everywhere, and it looks like they use their laptop to do all their collaboration and communication. I recommend that you have a laptop to be mobile. You can use your phone to connect to these same technologies. You got an iPad that you can tech. You got a PC. But when you're at home and you need a PC. I got three uh, monitors. I've got one that I took a TV and converted it into a monitor. I've got two PC monitors. I've got a Mac monitor. And the reason for that is it makes it easier for me to be more productive when using uh, what I'm thinking or writing down, down things or trying to review and write something else. So if you can afford it, have a place where you've got multiple monitor. If you're working from home, you certainly should use two monitors. One could be collaboration on a Zoom call. The other is where you have your PowerPoint presentation or you're writing notes uh, throughout the, the presentation. So from just setting up the right tools, keep it basic. Just for collaboration from work to home, schedule meetings, use those tools. Should be nothing more than turning your PC on, grabbing a Zoom, software, linking and sharing with the people that you want to talk about um, things with. The 
schedules and your expectations should be defined for the week when you're having your meetings, uh, how you're going to be having those meetings, and what are your expectations to make it productive. When you're at home, you're alone. When you're working on your tasks, you're by yourself. Whether you're, you know, remote outside with your laptop or you're traveling somewhere and you've got your remote. Oh, another thing I'm, I should have mentioned is a, a good headset. I don't use one, but a lot of people use a good headset. I'm not that crazy about so last but not least, this having these tools help you to create a better work-life balance. This part I want to, want to share with you because it's really important. And from an employer standpoint, if you work for another organization and, and you're working remotely, I don't think it's even being considered. It's just, I'm going to work from home and we don't ask the questions. Do they have a private location? They will need your, your work from home office away from distractions, away from family, away from kids, away from those things. Because I'm going to tell you, I have an eight-year-old daughter and you can be distracted very easily in an hour or two hours is gone. So if I'm having scheduled meetings at eight o'clock, make sure that you've got a very good organized place and a place where you can see the tasks and things that you need to get done. So managing work life and balance. If you have a good schedule, you have your tasks, expectations kind of put in front of you. You get up in the mornings. Hey, look, it's up to you whether you want to get stay in your shorts or put on a nice dress shirt, depending if you've got an online meeting or whether you're just working behind a computer. That is very, um, from business etiquette, you should be business casual or casual enough or, or presentable when you're, when you're having meetings. But from a work-life balance, setting the stage for how you're going to get your work done. I use a things to do list. I have my expectations. I have my phone numbers and things all set up. If you're a business and trying to set it up, cybersecurity is another big, and that's a different topic that we will talk about. But you need to make sure you have a VLAN or something with that person that works at home from phishing or any kind of cybersecurity attacks because they can back into your, your database just by an, an email. But that's topic for another conversation. So setting the work-life balance, if you set the things that you need to do in place, check them off, get done, you will find that you have more time at home to do the things that you want. If you're really good at working from home, that means that you can convince your boss that you can manage your time. You can save time and trips into the office, depending on where you work and where you live. Number three is establishing good habits and, and providing the deliverables based on your own expectations if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner with small things. Or if you're a C-level uh, management, you need to ask the right questions before you establish working with people at home. Just the fact of creating a work-from-home solution doesn't mean that the person working from home has the tools, has the surroundings, or has the environment in order to be successful. Our goal here in creating this work-life balance is so that the business that you're working in or on or for 
is productive. And number two is so that you can show you meet your expectations. The downside is if you're not communicating, I had a guy that came into the office for an interview. He had been working from home three years, and he was on the phone just like he would be in an office. It saved him the time to come to the office, the trip, in the traffic, etc. And he basically said he was lonely. He didn't feel like that he was appreciated. And number three, he was overlooked as an employee because he was remote. So when you're working remotely on projects, those are real things. For me, one of the, 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 as time and technology has changed and I've adopted a lot of these tools internally, my experiences with working from home is pretty damn long. I have to tell you, uh, some people are okay with that. Me personally, I'd rather be around people, have conversation, but I do like flexibility and the freedom of, of work-life balance. Prior to COVID, I was running our whole organization remotely. It was kind of on and off, and I did a few things with regards to remote. Prior to COVID, the, the home work, uh, the work from home was really kind of looked at as, you must not be a real business because you work from home. There's no address. There's no physical location. There's no ability for a real company to be growing a hundred million dollar business. Well, I have to tell you folks, COVID changed everything. But even prior to COVID, there were companies that solely built large organizations working from home. So it's possible. I would say as a new business, collaboration is super important to meet with the team. Some people can work at home with collaboration if you're a small group. It's being consistent. Otherwise, you delay the amount of time that it takes you to take a product market. It takes you longer, and you don't have the funds or the resources. So your staff working from home really don't understand. They, they don't understand how that work life is with regards to the owner. So if you're you're a staff member, you need to ask questions to them. Or how often do you need to meet? If you're new, you don't know anything about the culture. You don't understand what's going on in the office. You're missing a lot of things, but there's a lot of advantages to it. So last, and I don't want to really waste a lot of your time today, but just make sure you set up the right tools, manage your work-life expectation. Businesses do the same. If you're working from home, manage those own expectations by setting up the task that so in this episode, I really excited about sharing the the whole some of my experiences. And if you would like to know more, you need help with the list of tools and solutions for hardware, software, desk, setting up expectation. Hey, send me a message, send me a link. It, it would be really good. I'll do the best that I can to respond to you guys. I'm gonna close for today. Thank you for this particular episode. Listen, technology has changed the way we do business. For some businesses, that work-life balance is great. Other businesses are, you know, it's really about collaboration and meeting with your team. But if you want to grow and expand, we're going to have to adapt the ability to do that. Technology's given us this capability. So just a quick uh, summary on the rise of technology and the capability from work from home. Thanks for listening to 
you know, some of the challenges that you're going to have, some of the opportunities to grow your business. I really appreciate your time in listening to Dollars and Data. My goal here is to provide you with some ideas, nuggets that might help you with your business, maybe even understand how to uh, navigate building your, your organization. Listen, the future is absolutely amazing. And the opportunities for us to grow and scale our businesses over the last 30 years of, of my life, the ability for us to build businesses, local, national, international, using work from home staff, it's absolutely the way that the future, it's the wave of the future. It is the future and the future is now. So have a great day. And if you like, send me an email at cole at greenzebra.net or just ask Colin at, I believe it is at YouTube or Apple podcasting, whatever it is, just at Coleman. But anyway, send me an email or subscribe, share, etc. Let's have fun with dollars and data and find some tools and technologies that's going to help you be successful in your business. God bless. Have a great day. Thank you.